and welcome to the knickknackjack.com podcast. I believe this will be season 6, episode 15, and I'm going to call this one Random Rant, because I've got some ranting to do, uh, whether I deserve to be able to rant or not, um, up for debate, and uh, I guess you get to determine whether... Uh, hearing my rant was worthwhile or not after you listen to the episode. So, stay tuned, and I will start my ranting very shortly. You're listening to the knickknackjack.com podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, so, my was started this morning when I got up, checked my email, uh, found something reminding me of an appointment, and then um, a standard form rejection letter. And, um, you know, I get a lot of these because I am job hunting, and that's what you tend to get when you're job hunting, and life is less than desirable. Lots of form rejection letters, and... I'd lie if I said I was entirely uh, used to it, or entirely immune to it by now. Um, It's a fact of life, but I certainly don't enjoy it, and I'm getting rather sick of it. Um, So, as a result, I decided that I was going to rant on Facebook, because that seems to be a relatively safe place to rant, and I shall read it to you. Uh, dear random company with a somewhat random job that I applied for, I regret to inform you that seeing your form rejection letter in my inbox is a really crappy way of starting another day on the hunt for jobs. In fact, it makes me want to shoot myself. But thanks for taking the time to have a computer program with one variable make me all the more suicidal. I'm sure that will help a lot in my efforts to obtain gainful employment. Five years of such rejection really does wonders for the self-esteem, you know. And then I sign it, sincerely, Nicholas Jackson. Please note, the sarcastic message doesn't apply to all jobs that I've been denied, just the ones where the HR department is a damn computer program. Uh, I don't mind sincere notifications that I wasn't selected for a position, uh, it's the false sense of sincerity and lying I can't stand. And, you know, I think that's a fairly justified rant. Uh, trouble is, uh, as is typical of me when typing, uh, and when trying to type quickly and fast, which is, again, very typical of me because I, I naturally type slowly and I, you know, I was in a hurry to try and get some work done today, so I didn't want to take my Facebook ranting to take up my entire day. Um, but of course, you know, now my Facebook ranting is becoming fodder for the podcast, so I guess it all became productive. But anyway, um, somebody commented, commented and pointed, pointed out that I made um, errors in the post, uh, and by pointing that out, I'm assuming that they're assuming that I probably made errors somewhere in my resume or cover letter that made me look like an idiot uh, via random arbitrary rules of culture to uh, the potential people that are looking at my resume and portfolio and other job qualifications. Um, 
and my response to that is as such. So I am worthy, unworthy of any serious consideration in my objection to the way business is done, business is done in quotes, because I made a few grammatical errors and can't discern between homonyms. It is good to know that the arbitrary rules of screwed up language are so important. Editors are useful when releasing something for mass public consumption. But on a day-to-day -day basis, such minor mistakes are trivial. They don't reflect on any level of professionalism or any other piece of corporate crap you want to throw at me. Arbitrary rules are just that, unless you happen to be the compiler I've been fighting with all day, in which case I've, I'd have even stronger words for you. Uh, and the reference to the compiler is a reference to the fact that I've been trying to learn C++, which, um, well, again, I've been trying to work on and refine my C++ skills. I mean, I have them. Um, it's just they've been getting a little rusty because, well, let's face it, um, I can't think of much. I mean, I have design ideas and whatever, but, um, you know, you can't really make a great game or the killer software application or whatever it is that's been running about my head that I want to program, uh, you know, with a couple if statements and CN and C out, which is about the extent of my C++ knowledge. So I do know C++. I am not, in fact, lying on my resume. It's just that I don't know it effectively enough to actually prototype my ideas, which I think is my major weakness when it comes to the internet technology geeky field is I have all these ideas, I can't prototype them because um, I lack the ability to do art. Apparently I suck at writing via the grammatical and arbitrary rules of the English language and um, I can't program very well. So apparently I just suck. I can't do anything. I'm terrible. I'm useless. Hell, even as I'm recording this, um, I'm having problems getting the words out and making myself comprehensible. So clearly this is not going well. Maybe I should just say fuck it, roll over, go back to bed, and give up. Because, um, yeah, this is just the way things have been going lately. Um, and I have to wonder how much of it is me screwing up, me deliberately fucking up and self-sabotaging or any of that. Um, you know, certainly when I was in psychotherapy, that was brought up of how much is self-sabotage, how much isn't. Um, I even had it brought up to me that, um, you know, not finishing the dispatch program was purposely self-sabotage because if I took the risk of trying to get that career and I failed, then my self-esteem would be all the lower. Um... And, I mean, I guess that's consistent with my M.O. Um, you know, I do try and preserve myself, try and protect myself from risks and various other things. Um, but at the same time, um, I don't think that's what that was about. Um, I think that was actually a good decision that I came to and realized because I know that I can't, in fact, do math. Um, I suck at math, um, and again, I guess that reinforces that I'm not good at very many things. 
um, or I have challenges in all these areas. And I mean, how do you take that? How do you reframe that? And how do you make that useful for trying to apply for jobs and trying to, again, cope in this environment, this atmosphere that I just suck at? Um, you know, I'm trying to approach this with a positive attitude. I'm trying to put my best foot forward. I'm trying to do all the good and proper things that I'm supposed to do. Um, and, you know, it's like I'm, all I've been doing for the last five years is hitting a brick wall over and over and over and over again. And, you know, like I've said in previous episodes, school was easy. School I could figure out. You know, school was a simple algorithm of, okay, make it look like you're working hard. You know, make it, you know, interact with the teacher a lot. Establish a personal relationship, and son of a gun, nine times out of ten, you'll pass the class with a good grade, and you can get good recommendations from the teacher. It's not that hard. Um, but this work world, this business world, this world where um, you know your grammar and you know whether you decide to use the word fuck or not is so crucially important. Um, you know, this is a world that I'm not coping well with. Uh, this is a world that I struggle to understand. Um, and this is something that I've struggled with my entire life, by the way. It didn't just suddenly happen one day that I didn't understand, uh, you know, the cultural society or the culture that I was in. Um, you know, this has been befuddling me for a long time. Um, I genuinely, genuinely, don't understand why people get up and go to work day after day after day after day. Um, especially when the job re involves repeating the same repetitive tasks that have no meaning. Um, you know, you get lost, um, you know, making a payroll report for your company or something. And, you know, what impact, what effect does that have on your fellow human? Um... You know, they get another paycheck so they can be miserable for another two weeks. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Um, you know, what have you contributed? What have you done that's meaningful? Um, absolutely nothing. At least, at least, I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm given to moments of stupidity, and um, I'll bring one, another one up here in a minute, um, and developments have further ensued based on this, um, as I've seen a few comments and updates to the Facebook status, so uh, I definitely will go into it, because it seems uh, appropriate fodder for what I'm ranting on at the moment. Um, but, you know, at least, despite my mistakes, um, I'm putting myself out there, I'm exposing myself to new information, um, you know, I'm trying to question uh, what I would have previously accepted. Um, you know, challenging my own skills, challenging, you know, my own assumption that I know everything. Um, because I won't lie, um, I have a huge ego. Um, I, I, I think very highly of myself, and I think that's normal, and I think that's actually quite healthy. Uh, because if I didn't, then all these job rejections and all this other stuff would actually get to me. Um, you know, it takes a lot of ego to be able to sit here with a microphone and talk and just expose yourself to the public at large. 
um, which is what I'm doing uh, intellectually. Uh, you know, I'm putting my brain uh, on the internet for people to pick at. And, um, you know, that's a risky thing to be doing. Uh, especially when you're looking for jobs because you post one thing on your application stuff and you know that if anybody uh, is smart enough to Google your name, you, they'll find a you know, fully detailed synopsis and be able to get a better idea of who you are from the podcast than they would ever be able to get from job application material. And based on most of the stuff I put on the podcast feed, uh, you know, the average, you know, employer is not going to be too impressed with my tendency to uh, look at the established, look at, you know, the set standards for things and say, that's fucking stupid. I'm going to do it my way. Um, you know, because, I, I it, again, I guess it goes back to arbitrary rules. Um, I see a lot of what is around me as a set of arbitrary rules. Somebody made this up and decided that this is going to be this way. Uh, capitalism is a perfect example of that. Somebody just decided that the people with money get to run everything, while the people without money get fucked. And in order to get money, you have to make the people who have money happy. Uh, and you have to completely kiss their ass, and you have to lie to them, and you have to cheat them, and you have to you know, steal, manipulate, twist words in order to get yourself in a position where you have money. Um, and that's why I look at people like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and really scratch my head as to why people respect them. Um, because, yes, they're both rich fuckers. But how did they get to be rich fuckers? They got to be rich fuckers by screwing over, lying, cheating, and manipulating everybody that they met along the way. And in Bill Gates's case, um, you know, he tries to make up for it by donating to charities and contributing to charitable causes. And I commend him for that because at least that shows that the man has a conscience. At least that shows that the man realizes uh, that he's had to do some unsavory deeds in order to get to the top. But the general rule and principle of business is if you're at the top of the business chain, you've stabbed at least a thousand people in the back in order to get there. And, uh, you know, you don't get further in business by being a nice guy. Uh, you know, again, it goes back to that Green Day song and the concept that I've long bemoaned. Uh, nice guys finish last. I try to be a nice guy. Honestly, I try to give my honest opinion on, on things and, you know, make myself be heard. And, you know, if I make a mistake, I'm the first to admit it. Um, you know, again, going back to uh, the topic that I alluded to earlier, um... I saw something posted about Bradley Manning uh, going on trial today. Um, and, you know, the fact that... Well, let me read the post from Occupy Seattle so I don't fuck it up. Um, let's see. It's a Huffington Post article. And I'll just click on it and expand it here. Um, today, U.S. Army Private... 
Private Bradley Manning is to be formally charged with numerous crimes at Fort Meade, Maryland. Manning, who was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize by member of the Icelandic Par Parliament, is charged with releasing hundreds of thousands of documents exposing the secrets of the U.S. government to the whistleblower website WikiLeaks. These documents expose lies, corruptions, and, cri and crimes by the U.S. and other countries. The Bradley Manning defense team points out accurately that much of what was published by WikiLeaks was either not actually secret or should not have been secret. The Manning uh, prosecution is a tragic, tragic miscarriage of justice. U.S. officials are highly embarrassed by what Manning exposed and are shooting the messenger. As Glenn Greenwald, the terrific... Salon writer, uh, and that's salon.com, I believe, has observed President Obama has prosecuted more whistleblowers for es espionage than all other presidents combined. Damn, um, I don't know the tr uh, the truth or or lie of that of that claim, but that's an impressive claim. Something worth further study, anyway. Uh, one of the most outrageous parts of the treatment of Bradley Manning is that the U.S. kept him in illegal and torturous solita solitary confinement conditions for months at the Santo Marine Base in Virginia. Keeping Manning in solitary confinement sparked challenges for many groups, including Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, the Center for Constitutional Rights, the ACLU, one of my favorite organizations, and the New York Times, which, eh, they I have a spiky relationship with the New York Times and what they do. But anyway, uh, people were pissed. Uh, human rights activists rightly point out that solitary confinement is designed to break down people mentally, which it is. Because of that, prolonged solitary confinement is intentionally recognized as a form of torture. The conditions and practices of isolation are in violation of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, um, the UN Convention Against Torture, the UN Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of, of Discrimination. Um, and, you know, as much as I criticize the UN from time to time because, well, let's face it, um, you know, they, they do perpetuate acts that are less than moral, um, but instead of, you know, just doing it arbitrarily, they, well, entirely arbitrarily, they get a group of uh, people that's supposedly representative of the representatives of a vast amount of countries and have them vote on it. Um, so apparently representatives are representatives that don't actually represent the people are representative of whether, uh, the world wants to do something or not. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, the UN does some good things. Um, and the UN is right here, um, in that these tactics and strategies are, um, you know, purposely designed to undermine a person and undermine, um, their integrity and their mental condition and their mental status, uh, which I think certainly is the case for Bradley Manning. Um, you know, I respect this guy a lot, a lot, for uh, making statements, for standing up for what he believes, um, 
for going against the U.S. government, uh, because recently, going against the go U.S. government, even in a minor thing, um, you know, even in something as simple as putting tents up uh, in a park where a local ordinance says you can't put tents up, um, you know, questioning the act of questioning that ordi ordinance. Um, you know, the act of challenging an unfair rule, um, you know, going back to the standards of revolution and some of the ideas that, um, you know, have kind of been, I guess, ingrained in American culture. The, the culture of rebelling, the culture of questioning authority, um, you know, and in that culture, that part of the, the American culture I admire, and in that culture... Um, Bradley Manning is certainly a hero, and, um, you know, I went on to, pri to praise Iceland on Facebook for, um, you know, being a kick-ass country, um, having uh, a member of the Icelandic parliament, um, you know, put uh, Mr. Manning up for the Nobel Peace Prize, because I think he certainly deserves it, uh, more than fucking Obama does, that's for goddamn sure. Uh, that's just a big joke. Um, and, uh, let's see, what were my comments on this? Um, I support Bradley Manning and commend Iceland for yet again being a kick-ass country. Uh, I wish I could stand the cold and speak Norwegian because I was under, falsely under the impression that, uh, Norwegian was the... A language spoken Iceland. I uh, went up and went and looked it up later, or actually was told, and then confirmed it before I did this podcast by looking it up that they actually speak Icelandic in Iceland, um, which makes sense. Um, I just didn't think they had their own uh, language. So good for Iceland. Um, they have their own language, and they have no standing army, and they're a cool country, literally. Um, I've flown over Iceland before. It looked cold. Um, they have that unpronounceable volcano that has screwed up Uni European airspace. They have a John Lennon memorial. Um, and I would like to go to Iceland. It seems like a cool country. Um, what can I say? No standing army. I find that interesting. So some other comments were had based on that. Um, based on my comments about uh, Bradley Manning. Um, uh, one of the side things here was, um, you know, when I discovered that they speak Icelandic, not Norwegian in Iceland, and again, I feel like an idiot for not knowing that, um, I, I, I responded by making a joke. Uh, well, chalk that up, uh, as my American idiot move for the day. Um, and, you know, uh, that was a reference to a joke by an old friend. Uh, and, the, uh, and the friend came back and said, um, he said, one of, one of the American idiot excuses a day, um, the rest of the time, it's just you, not your culture. Um, which is a good point. Um, you know, using my culture as an excuse was a bad idea. Um, 
And, you know, I, I think he said that kind of, a, kind of as a joke, but it's a good point. Um, you know, lots of Americans go around, uh, including myself, especially myself, uh, go around and blame their culture for their own stupidity. Um, and that's just shallow and dumb. Um, that makes you look dumber than the, than the rest of the culture that you are, in fact, criticizing. See, again, I'm leaving myself open to these points of criticism. And, you know, again, I, I, I went on with my fervent writing, and, you know, as is the case with my fervent writing and ranting sometimes, uh, you know, including this podcast, uh, I do tend to make lots of errors. Um, it's, I, I, you know, Richard characterized it as, and very accurately, as writing with the heart and not letting your mind catch up typical writing writer's errors and you know I, I think that's true um, I I write very much and rant very much from my um, you know my emotional core because when I am inspired to write when I am inspired to make a statement uh, I am inspired to do something because something has genuinely disturbed me something has genuinely motivated me uh, to go from just sitting around doing nothing to uh, making a podcast. And um, as much as I love podcasting, it actually does take a lot uh, to get me to get up, uh, turn the server on, and start podcasting and start making a statement. Um, and I hope I have done that here adequately. Um, I feel like it's a little bit of a rough episode. I don't know where my mind has been re recently. Um, again, something doesn't feel quite right. I need to figure out what that is. Um, I don't know if it's medication or what, but hopefully it was at least enjoyable to listen to. Um, I am on a mission to get my listeners back. So, again, if you have any ideas, suggestions, feedback for doing that, um, and if you can present criticisms, again, in a way that's, um, I don't, I don't want to say civil, but decent. Um, because, I mean, certainly I make errors. I make all sorts of mistakes, and, you know, there's problems with what I do. Um, and I want to be aware of that, but I also don't want to be uh, completely destroyed and feel like my work is useless, because otherwise, instead of uh, giving me feedback that will improve my future work, you give me feedback that makes it less likely that I do any future work. Um, so that's my only point there. Um, if you have comments, questions, feedback, suggestions, feel free to send me an email. It's N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. Again, that's N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. And, uh, you can also donate. Go to my webpage for the podcast. That's N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K. .lipson.com L-I-B-S-Y-N.com Over there on the right hand side you'll see the PayPal donate button. Hit that button donate any amount you feel fit and uh, or you deem fit, whatever. Um, medical errors abound this morning. I am sorry. I am trying. Uh, donate any amount you see fit um, and that would be appreciated and also don't forget that you can buy my music uh, my music can be found at nicholasjackson.bandcamp.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-A-S-J-A-C-K-S-O-N.bandcamp.com. November Indio Charlie. 
Oscar Lima Alpha Sierra, Juliet Alpha Charlie Kilo Sierra Oscar November dot bandcamp.com and uh, I still know my phonetic alphabet so I'm not completely useless. With that, stay safe, stay sane, happy landings, happy railroading, bye.